All right, Johnny, let's pretend like we just were running and we're going to pull off onto the side of the road. Oh my gosh, I got to poop. Wow. Oh, I got to poop. Man, that was a good run, Johnny. Let's uh, just take a break right here on the side of the road. Just like a podcast of sorts. <laughs> uh, it's late, folks. Welcome to our podcast, Side of the Road Podcast. I'm Daniel. John. Um, Johnny, I don't feel like talking about work tonight. Nah, it's a bunch of BS, right? Yep. Let's so talk let's about go other on. stuff. Can I open it with one thing? Um, Can you open it? Yeah, my uh, grandma passed. Oh. And, uh. That's rough. Millie Williams. And, yeah, it was, it was, it's tough. She's a matriarch of the family. 92, though. That's a good, good That's a life. good, that's a good run. Yeah. And, you know, um, uh, I, she's one of those ladies that, like, the thing every time, uh, we used to call her Casey Grandma. That's mm-hmm. my dad's brother. And, uh, I don't know why. We used to associate stuff. Like, um, my grandma Brown is Ken Grandma. I don't know why. We were just little kids and we said, oh, it's Ken Grandma. Or, or, and my, and even with Kenyon, when he was a baby, he associated my mom, he calls her Grandma with Games. Because <laughs> he always played video games with him. <laughs> Isn't that funny? So, no, she's, she was great, and I was, I was thinking today, I'm like, oh, there's all kinds of stuff that I remember for her, but, like, one of the big ones is, like, she had the perfect little house where, um, on Christmases, I was always crazy excited. Is uh-huh. that enough? Okay, sorry. Uh, Just right there is good. Okay. Um, Christmases, she, the tree was always in, it was like the typical snow the trees in the window you know it was yeah. always that kind of thing and uh she was always excited as excited as us kids you know for opening presents and stuff uh-huh. I was just, it was just really cool but uh yeah it was tough um but uh yeah good send-off um what was that other thing i was gonna say about her Casey just the oh she used to make all of her own jewelry and stuff hmm. oh man she was like she used to make everybody you know necklaces and stuff but yeah just figured I'd mention her 92 years old had a great life uh, had a, uh, from what I hear everything was like you know no suffering no you know you always are lucky when you get them to a hospital where they can pass, you know, yeah, under care. But so that's always good. But yep, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, definitely a different Thanksgiving. Or <laughs> it has been so long since I've had a relative or you know someone close pass away i don't know how i would react i mean oh man i well see now this is where it comes in kind of funny because all of our family's fairly young so my grandma i still have another grandma my grandpa just passed in 2015 um and then my grandma or my grandpa before that was 2000 
oh crud, I used to remember the date, I can't remember offhand, but, um, but, uh, my son got to meet him, so he had four generations, well, my, my great-grandma was still alive when my son was born, I mean, we all kind of knew each other, so I'm 42 years old right now, and I still have a grandma alive, I, I consider that pretty dang lucky, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know how, I, I think the last time my grandpa, so if we just take like immediate family and, and just like up to grandparents and uncles and yeah, aunts, yeah, you know, yeah. that little sphere. That's what I've always seen immediate family as. Some yeah. people say, oh no, it's a family in your house. I go, no, immediate family is the one yeah. that's like. Usually, that sphere, the three yeah. generation sphere. No, um, my grandpa, my mom's dad passed away, but that was that was only a year or two after I'd just gotten married, and that was like almost twenty years ago. It was like fifteen years ago, something like that. And yeah, that was difficult because he was like heart of gold, you know, yeah, right. hard worker, wasn't a man of many words, mm -hmm. kind of thing. But you know. I don't know, and it's kind of, I hate to get the morbid thoughts of, but, you know, you start thinking of who's next. You start <laughs> oh, thinking yeah, of yeah. your different aunts and different uncles. I've got like... Or a, yourself, like... I've, my current grandma, or my last remaining grandparent is my mom's mom. Mm. She's that one that I showed you that video one time of her playing the piano. Oh, yeah. She's like white-haired, 80-something mm. years old. Yeah, but rocks up. She is so stubborn. She's so stubborn. She, like, would refuse to use a walker or a cane or whatever. And, yeah. So, so anyway. Was. I said it But before. she's she's on her way out. I mean, she's struggling and fighting the whole way. And people are trying to, well, not she's people, like, yeah. but, you know, the Grim Reaper is trying to be nice and is trying uh, to gently uh, escort her. You've had a good run. Come on. Yeah. And she's like, no, get away from me. No, get away from me, you know. Right. But I don't, know if, I don't know if she is going to outlive. I've got a couple of aunts that, you know, they're not in the grade of health, health. Yeah. you know. But other than her, there's... The only way someone else would leave is by accident, mm. you know. And I've got a couple of cousins that like to ride dirt bikes and, and stuff like that. And I've got... Or you have some of those fluke ones. A lot of... They just, like, get lung Everyone drives, you know, oh, drives yeah. can or drives cars. And I've got my own dad. He won't slow down he's always doing something driving cross country and welding and and building stuff so your dad who I, knows i just wanted <laughs> i just want to be like this is vehicle i want just build it and i bet you that guy will come back and go well you owe me a big penny how, how me... much do i owe you Thirty two fifty. you want to see what what he... thirty two thousand no no thirty two dollars and fifty cents Everything I picked up was free, and I put it together. His, da his so, dad's like Bill Nye, the science guy. He sent me a picture. Oh, the, the, the diesel? No, he sold that. Tell him about the diesel thing. So he bought a Jeep. Notice how he said thing, yeah. He bought a Jeep for like 1500 bucks, mm -hmm. and pulled the engine out, put a diesel in it. It'd come in a little... It was either a little... 
Chinese diesel or a little tiny Cummins diesel, something like that, and shortened it and put in inside there's like this lockbox safe all welded up in steel and it's got like USB ports right here between the seats and a fiberglass weird fiberglass hood with these fancy weird headlights and like a solid solid steel like incredible hulk level bumper and he's like I'm done with it and he sold it oh he sold it and through a little bit of finagling with words, he got a... Now, a long time ago, there was a company called Pulse Auto Cycle. Okay? Uh -huh. Imagine, if you will, the cockpit of a jet okay. with two wheels under it, like a motorcycle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then on these little wing outriggers, little caster wheelies yeah, things. Well, he found one that someone had taken the motorcycle rear end out of it and put a Volkswagen rear end under it. Okay. And he bought it. Oh my god, that's awesome. We and should turn a video cast on this one. He wants to take and pull that Volkswagen rear end back out from under it and put the an original motorcycle rear end under it so that it's an actual motorcycle cuz as as it is right now a trike it falls under um automobile rules of the road but you put two wheels under it then it's suddenly a motorcycle it falls under a different set of regulations as far as roadworthiness goes if it's a motorcycle you don't have to have Oh, a windshield, right. windshield wipers, you know, stuff like that. So he's going to turn it back into a motorcycle, an actual Pulse auto cycle. Guys, you got to look that up too. Look it up and it looks like a pointy, it looks like the front end of a uh, jet. And yeah, like if you cut, cut the cockpit and the nose off of a jet and put wheels underneath it. So anyway, yeah. He, uh, that's his, one of his latest projects. <laughs> but anyway, no, I was going to say, I don't, going back to the whole death thing, I don't know who's next and I don't know how I'd react. I think I oh. might react depending on who it is. Like if it's my mom or my dad, I'd react pretty Dude, rough. But so if had... it's one of my aunts that I haven't talked to in 10 years... I'd be like, oh, that sucks. Sorry, See, I don't know what to say. Do you uh, want me to buy you some donuts or flowers yeah, or something? Right. You know, I, I've had a lot of good friends die, and I've had a lot of family members die, and it never gets easier, and it's never the same. You expect something, and it always comes at different times. How you deal with it, and uh, um, like I had my friend Lyle, he was fifty. And had a heart attack in Bellevue, Washington. Um, he was on the overpass. And it came on, I guess. They said he didn't. He, uh, he picked up the phone, dialed 911, and he was dead before they could answer the phone. Like, that's how hard it hit. But he got his truck off the road. And, yeah, that was a shocker. It was 50 years old. Just Something similar happened to my dad. He had a friend. Where he lived, he had one of his best buddies' friends. Yeah. He moved there out to Missouri, and then 
got this friend and they're best buddies and this guy goes into the hospital for some routine procedure checkup like i don't know dialysis or not dialysis some routine procedure you know in and out 30 minutes tops oh yeah something went wrong with the machine he was hooked up to and he was dead in a matter of minutes from um like toxins building up in his system suddenly oh, and it went straight to his brain analysis. and yeah and he was dead in minutes and he's gone yeah and they all because they'd hooked up the machine wrong or something went uh, wrong yeah. with the machine and now my dad's best friend is gone yeah. you know not, i don't know not Man. to be too dark but um i had a friend who's an emt and he came into work he does two jobs and um, he came in and said, uh, you know, he's really messed up that whole day and I couldn't really talk to him. Like, I was like, oh, uh, EMT on call at night type stuff, uh, mm-hmm. but he works during the day, so he's only on the call. But he was like, he was just kind of staring off and everything. And this guy, for no reason, just keeled over. They still don't know what he died from. Wow. And he's 41 years old. And the first thing that he said was, you never get that scream out of your head. And I go, what? And, and I thought, of oh, the guy? And he goes, no, the wife. Oh. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, you never, you never hear it. This, he goes, you can't get it out of your head. Yeah. Like, when they finally are told, like, there's nothing they can do, and it's like, Jesus. You know? Yeah. The bad part is I've heard that scream, like, a couple times, and I know exactly. I know that. That's a recognizable noise, because I got the same thing around my wrist. Somebody is charging up their... Uh, pedometer. Pedometer! I uh, got a new pedometer. I like how we switch I, very... We'll take you to the see, depths of hell and I've let been, you tip your toes in the salsa, but... I'm, we'll I've been right trying to do up. this all quiet. I got a new pedometer. I'm trying to do this all quiet-like, and all of a sudden, I I plug it in to start it charging, and it's like... I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't worry about it, because you know what's going to happen? You're going to put that on your wrist, because every three miles it goes off on your wrist, and you freak, because you can't tell if it's your phone, if it's your foot, if it's your brain. I got a little pouch for it. I'm not going to use it on my wrist. I'm going to stick it in my pocket. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. you cheater. <laughs> I don't care. You'll still have it go off in your pocket. Well, I prefer, I prefer it in my pocket, because um, if it's on my wrist... If I knew they had if I'm on my, If it's on my wrist, I'm afraid that it's not going to pick up all my steps. Whereas if I'm doing something but standing still, it's going to pick up a bunch of steps. Dude, honestly? Okay, not to give any companies, we're not getting paid, blah, 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 blah. But Virgin Pulse has a great step thing. I have never had a problem with this. Really? It my wife is... will be standing there doing dishes and her feet will not move. For half an hour, an hour, whatever. But all of a sudden, she'll look and she's got a crap ton of steps because her arms, arms were moving. Move, but they count it. That, that's what's cool. I don't know. My and arms. Water so this is just me personally. Water My arms. Resistant, not waterproof. Oh yeah. My arms don't need help. My elbows and shoulders don't need help. It's my hips and my knees guy? and my ankles that, if I don't do the right amount of activity, I get sore and stiff. 
So, so what he didn't show when he said my back and blah blah blah. He was making muscles and pointing <laughs> like where the <laughs> beach was. And... <laughs> no, I totally get what you're saying. I, I do the same thing because my back is freaking killing me. Yesterday. Okay, yesterday. I got up at 6 o'clock in the morning instead of 6.30. And I'm like, okay, I'll just go for a quick run. Well, at 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, I don't know if I need to. Do I really need to get up at 6? I'm like, no, I better get up at 6. Because I didn't want to run yesterday night. Last night, not yesterday. Last night. Because we were supposed to record last night. So I thought, well, I'll run in the morning. So I'm not worried about it last night. What I didn't realize or I had forgotten, is that I need a while of walking and moving around to loosen up my joints, my knees and hips, so that, you know, I can actually do a little run. Because I've been running at night for so long now. Well, yesterday morning, I get up, I get out the door, start running. My legs were so sore the whole entire day. Really? Whole entire day. I went to bed and I wanted to chop off my legs because they were so sore. This morning, I did not run in the morning. Instead, I slept a little bit longer and my legs are only mildly sore. Mm. It's the general, normal, typical kind of soreness from work. So, yeah, I'm going to, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go for a run and then go to bed. So... Um, yeah, so anyway, Johnny, I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time because, like I said, I still got to run tonight. Day. But let's do this. Day 213. Tonight will be day 213. We have realized that because we do not give a rat's ass about who listens or who we do. I'm kidding. No. Um. We don't really care about a schedule. We wanted to do this on our own time. We realized that we had a little bit more listeners than we thought, and we wanna. We were seeing some drop off, and we're like, "Oh crud!" Actually, we had some. We're like, wait a minute! You actually listen to our podcast? Yeah. So we're like, I don't think we paid (laughs) attention enough. So I apologize. We were just doing this for fun, but we were talking about getting on a schedule. We were doing it for fun until life got in the way, and yeah, we didn't sucks. realize that people wanted a little bit more out of us, and we're yeah. like, all right, so we're going to try and get on a little bit of a schedule. Yeah, so we're thinking Mondays, Tuesdays. Mondays or Tuesdays. Yeah. Mondays are going to be a pain. For some reason, okay. Tuesdays. Are- Mondays, it's just, Monday's the worst day of the week for me at work. See, I mean, Mondays, I don't mind Mondays. I have no problem with Mondays, yeah. except at work, um, they take two days worth of stuff and put it into one day. Yeah. And this is funny, too, because actually his day... No, and this is two weeks, in a wa- two weeks in a row, I've had to stay late at work, yeah. finishing up stuff on a Monday night. Right. Now, yes, I know there are some coworkers who may or may not be listening to this, and they're like, you don't have to stay late. Let's just... <laughs> Let's just theorize this. for a moment. Let's pretend I did not stay late last night. Okay? If I had just left on time last night, there would have been 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine boxes. And one, two, three, about four to six packages, which came out to 30, 40, or 50 part numbers. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if I had not stayed late, my coworker and one or two other coworkers would have walked in the door, suddenly there's work to do. Yeah. And no one likes that. Yeah, that and that much work would have kept everyone busy all the way past the point at which FedEx would have showed up this morning. Right. Or and no one likes to be that rhymes with FedEx. And no one likes to be already working when someone else shows up to give them more work, right. you know? So I thought, no, I'll just stay late and knock out all of this. You took it on the chin. So that they can come in and not walk into a mess. You know? That's very noble. And I'm just... And I, I don't mind staying late because I'm getting paid by the hour. If I was salary, I'd be like, screw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I don't mind staying late because I'm getting paid for it. And I don't mind staying late because me doing a little bit more work helps out other people. I'm genuinely doing this for the good of the team, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, you didn't think you'd get a Christmas story out of this. <laughs> we have just learned this. <laughs> no. So, anyway. So, I didn't have to stay late last night. But I did. And I got a bunch of stuff done. And I almost got it all done. But it was getting late. And someone wanted me to come home. And I was like, all right, I'll come home. So I only ended up leaving two boxes for my coworker. And it was no big deal for him. And my coworkers were able to come into work. And it there was like only two boxes with, a, you know, some stuff in it. They were able to take care of it. Easy peasy. You know? Lemon squeezy. So I, I realized... Earlier today or yesterday that I say, you know, a lot now. And you know, know, I don't give a flying fuck <laughs> if you say that. You know what I'm tired of? Look. Daniel, look. Who look, says look? look That's Daniel. a little more assertive. Look, Daniel. That's aggressive. Daniel, look. That's aggressive Daniel, language. Look. That's I. That's all I hear. Everybody's doing that now. Really? Like, Why are you guys doing that? NPR is doing it. Uh, I say check it out. Or check this out. No or, bullshit. You go chick chick wiki wiki wiki. And they're like, oh. So Johnny. Yeah. I was listening to an episode of Imaginary Pod or Imaginary Worlds podcast, mm -hmm. and I thought it would be so fun to do a radio drama. I'm so in. It would be so fun to do a radio drama. Now let's go back, guys who don't know radio drama. Um, there used to be these awesome radio shows. The ones I liked was um, The Shadow. So all the old people know what radio dramas really were. And yeah. young people now know what radio dramas are if they subscribe to radio dramas. Because there's a lot of radio drama podcasts now. Especially oh, on really? Stitcher. Badass. Cool. There is a podcast called The Truth. It is amazing. I'm so glad I found it. And they've got... Uh, I've, I've started clear back at the beginning, and it was years and years ago. 
And each episode of The Truth is only like 15, 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's a quick little sketch, a little radio drama mm-hmm. that it doesn't have a whole lot of backstory. It's a, and it's like there's a lot of improv in it and they're legitimate improv voice actors and writers. And there's nothing better. Yeah, it was, it's amazing. You, guys you should totally say, listen to The Truth. Then I'm in. So, I used to, I got hooked up later. I shouldn't have gotten into radio shows. Now, some of them will mess you up. Some of these episodes, a couple of these episodes in The Truth, some of them you're like, oh, that was pretty cool, or oh, that was kind of creepy, that was cool. But some of them you're like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them confuse you at the end, and then some of them are like, oh, that's messed up. So, so um, they're they're all really good. So this goes back to Hey Kids, Vincent Price, which probably some of you guys don't know, but he did <laughs> ha, 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 ha. he did a radio story. He did a radio story program. He did a whole bunch of them, but one of them was the uh, Iron Maiden. Same thing, dude. When you read that, when you listen to it, it is like the most shocking horror movie, but <laughs> only audio. Because, essentially, as everybody knows, like everybody went around their radios, but I used to record them, and they used to play them on, um, I think, NPR or something late at night, and you, The Shadow, um, they had comedy ones, like, um, God, what is that one? Uh, I don't know. They had the... The shadow, you know the shadow. Yeah. The shadow knows. Yeah. Yeah. What evil lurks in the hearts of men. Okay. There you go. See? Dude. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Amos and Andy. Um, okay. Uh, old time radio hour. Anyways, they always took these radio shows, and they were so cool. And if you think, um, I would say if you're a comic book fan, if you're a Marvel fan, if you're... DC fan, whatever. Dark Horse Image. There you go. Either one. When you start listening to these old-time radio things, that is what it is. It's a comic book without the drawings. I mean, it's really cool. You painted your own scenarios. I mean, I know comic books, you have the pages, but in between, you shot the film in your head, you know, how this was going down, and that was kind of the same thing. Really cool. Well, I had this idea that we could do... You and me could do a radio drama. Mm-hmm. I've already been. But we treat it like a podcast. So we treat it like we're two different people. Like I'm not Daniel anymore. I'm like, I don't know, like... Trent Reznor. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. No, no. no. But we're two Reznor. other people. Yeah. And so we'll have our normal podcast and then a podcast of a couple of dudes... Who, it's actually radio drama, and we have, like, superpowers, and we're coming back each week saying, oh, man, blah, 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 I ran into this dude at work, or, oh, man, I just got approached by the CIA again, they won't leave me alone, because they found out that I have, like, telekinesis, Kyle, or something like that, and I thought it would be so fun to do a podcast where it's a radio drama, a podcast radio, do you see what I'm saying? It's a pretend podcast. Radio drama. Like a pretend podcast. Um, sketch you know? comedy show. 
There could be some comedy there, but I wanted it to sound like a real podcast. I'm willing to do anything. I you know, but it's got to have some writing. It's independent. It's that's the problem. It's got to. It it can't be 100% improv. No, it's got to have some writing. Ladies and gentlemen, the radio hour brought to you by <laughs> Buick. <laughs> yeah. No, it's got to have some writing. It can't just be. 100% no, 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 no. You improv. sketch it out. Yeah. No, I say you have. No, it could copyright be. Copyright like... Daniel and John. You have sketch comedy. <laughs> you have improv. You have. But see what I'm saying? Scripted. Like, like a pretend podcast. But we could say, who's ever done this? We can say, well, this is an improv skit. This is a. We'll just call it like, you know, side of the road. Uh, side of the road, uh, fiction, or, you know, like... Like, three times an episode, you get skits. Skit, talk, skit, or talk, skit. The other you... side of the road. We'll, we'll call those episodes the other side of the road, because we'll be pretending to be different people. Yeah. Like, Fred and Bill. And when we're Fred and Bill, we're doing... Anyway, yeah. I totally, we'll, we'll have to. Oh, dude. I am so on with what you're doing. And <laughs> hopefully have, you know to, what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. Because some people, like Carol Burnett's show, is strictly improv. Like, you know how we're sitting here in yeah. this recording studio. This brilliant... <laughs> what, are, what are we on? The 30th floor? Yeah. Something so, like that. Um, we're sitting here, you and me, talking about like loved ones dying and talking about weird cars and talking about you know we'll talk about restaurants or cleaning supplies or whatever but imagine take that mm -hmm. in your mind open it up in a paint program and then just change the names and then add that we have superpowers so we're different people and we're doing a podcast about regular living in southwestern Idaho, regular rednecks who have superpowers and the regular stuff we have to deal with. Oh, that would be funny. Let's do that. So you gotta do but during Dude, that episode, during that podcast episode, we have to do front to back, beginning to end, as those people. Yeah. So that sounds You normal. click on and off. You have the Cheech and so, Chong... And you have the real life actor. Yeah, so it sounds like it's a different podcast with the same humans' voices. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm in. But we've got to come up with more convincing names than Bill and Fred. Dude, you know it's cemented in. <laughs> you shouldn't have said a name. Period. Now they're gonna be like, "No, do it, motherfucker! You chose Bill and Fred." <laughs> so anyway, that I wanted to throw by you. That's and then, good, but see, when I was saying that before, I said we should have little sketch shows because we do this. So okay, guys, folks, we sit here and we do these. We act this stuff out like if one person was doing something, and you get to doing it like where the other person takes on the role, and we're like, why don't we do this in a more um. Like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, not secured, um... Sophisticated? Concrete? <sighs> Surfactant? Organized way. Organized, okay. So, I was thinking, it's funny that he says that, because I was thinking of 
Um, I know surfactant doesn't have anything to do with organized. I was just starting to pick words. Look at perfectionism. (laughs) But I'm saying, like, I thought it would be cool. Like, Caribou Net Show is very mildly scripted, but tons of improv. Yeah. And that's what they went on forever. That's kind of what I want to do is mildly scripted, a lot of improv, but I want to make it natural. I want to make it sound pure and genuine. But what if you did all of the elements? You could do whatever you wanted. You could do an enclosed radio drum with no improv. Like no sound effects. Like later on we could go do like out on location kind of Sound effects like, oh, we're sitting here. Today, we're doing this one. We're sitting here in Fred Meyer. You know, we're sitting here in Fred Meyer on the bench, and this lady was looking at me while I was moving something with my telekinesis, Kyle. And (laughs) now she's looking at me weird, and so I got to get out of here, you know? Yeah. I'm in, dude. I'm in. I'm in. Let's make this exciting. Yeah. Because, you know what, the one thing everybody says that goes to commercials, the one we just came up with, like, Oh, what the, was it? The, the bloody pant leg? Yeah. Bloody pant leg, yeah. <laughs> or the slippery razor blade. Was that one too or something? I don't remember. There's like one that we went on forever and it was like... Oh, no. It was someone Schlitz. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Listeners, yeah. if you remember those... There was a slippery razor blade? Dorky things that, that we did. And Let we had like... Know. Tetanus... Tuesdays or something. Or, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just kind of went on a whim. I got a... Those were cool. Do you know what? The whole reason why Bloody <laughs> Pant Leg popped into my head was I imagined... For some oh reason, God. it just popped into my head imagining someone eating like... Uh, like walnut shells and oh. other hard, sh- sharp things like that. And what it would do to your system and... You'd be like bleeding you know out of orifices uncontrollably. Like uncom- you couldn't hold it back. You'd start to get like a bloody pant leg <laughs> from because you decided it would be fun to eat walnut shells. You know Ladies what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, maybe we shouldn't improv. Maybe we'll back up. <laughs> no, I just kidding. No, no, no. You know what's funny though? You know what happens when you do that? Your body coats it. That's why I don't know. Those- that's why those guys who eat metal it, are they? And they're glass. not that impressed. Yeah, they're not that impressive because they start showing what your body does to it. It's it essentially starts cocooning it in this thing, huh? So you're able to pass it, and you're huh? Like, eh. And I'm sure. Don't. Oh, that's why. Um, oh God, I don't know if I want to say this. <laughs> yeah, well, so this is a horrible thing. Guys. That's what this this podcast is marked as mature audiences only in iTunes for this reason. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So, um, when the people who lived here originally, um, and you know that everything was peace and quiet and neat and cool. And, and they never stuff. fought, never got um, in any wars or battles. They didn't even know it. Dude, you want to see something creepy? <laughs> There's an animal, and I can't look it up right now because I don't think I saved it. No, I didn't save it. There's an animal that lives on this island. It does not have any enemies. Um, they don't have any enemies on this island, and they look like woodchucks, kind of. Mm-hmm. And these people go to this island, and these animals 
just run up to people and they smile and they're laughing hmm. because they've never been hunted. They don't know fear. Yeah. So all these people go there just to hang out with these animals because they smile. And, huh. uh, anyway. That's like, that's why penguins are so yeah, forward. Yeah, exactly. Because the only enemies they have are under the water. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. R- r- I mean, it's just creepy. Um, but uh, no, it's cool. Totally cool. And if you want to, I'm still a hunter, and if you want to get in a discussion about this, we can get in a discussion about it. <laughs> because, no, there isn't that many places that animals don't know that they're hunted and stuff. So we'll go back to that later. Anyways, so, um, where were we? You started talking about something dark, and it had to do with Native Americans. Oh, God. So, we were talking about how your body coats stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, there's one thing that the body can't coat, and that's something after it's already coated. Heartbreak. Yes. So they break, they essentially <laughs> give them flowers and say they're going to hump them, and then they're like, cool. And, and then they just walk away. They walk away. They don't even get the hump. That's so, heartbreak. And yeah. your body can't coat that. No. No. No, but, sorry. Anyway, so, keep going. <laughs> the Elo bastards that came over here, the Spaniards, Europeans, whatever, mm-hmm. would get wires and tie them down with string, and then they'd feed food to the Native Americans while the string would break, crack open in their intestines so it couldn't be coated, and it would cause sepsis and they'd die. Wait, explain that again? I'm sorry, my brain... They would figure out that their body would coat stuff. They were trying to Uh feed the Indians like glass and stuff, and Uh it's not doing anything. So they would take wires and bundle them down, and then tie a string around it. And then when they eat it, their digestive... Their digestive tract would start to dissolve the string. And cut their insides, and then they die of cestus. Horrible fucking death. Humans do some of the worst things to other no, humans. Humans do the worst things to people who. I, I don't get the. You're here. Can I cuzzle? Can I just get this? So Yeah, humans are horrible. Let's leave it at that. Well, I was going to say there's enough expanse of land to share with everybody. But for some reason, somebody's got to knock another one out. Especially if they're like. Ooh, my politics are showing. Never mind. I'll back off. Um, <laughs> like I said, let's leave yeah, it. Yeah, Humans yeah, yeah. Humans are horrible. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But um, uh, let's raise it up. Where can we go? Where I got a, I got a topic we could talk about. Yeah, let's do it. But first, word from our sponsors. Uh-oh. And there it was. We have no sponsors, so. Shit. <laughs> Once no, again, um, we don't make anything off this. I wanted to talk about jinxing again. So, I am not a superstitious person. Okay? You know me. I'm not superstitious. It's got to like, be facts. Um, you're not superstitious like... Like uh, Lucky Charms and... Walking under the ladder. Yeah. Or the 13th of anything or... No, I tease it. 13 is my lucky number. Walking down a dark street at night. 666, I get tattooed across my forehead. It doesn't matter. Yeah. None of that. I'm not... 
Yeah. yeah it doesn't matter. I don't believe in a Ouija board. No. I think that that is... Especially when you do the accurate math on the 666 thing and it comes out to 6612 or 612. Yes. Good no. luck on pulling that one So, back. have you ever done that stick thing where you get a yeah. bunch of people pointing their fingers and then you put a dowel across all their fingers yeah. and the... And the human brain wants to apply just a mild amount of pressure to maintain a physical contact. Well, when you get enough people across there, each person is applying that little bit of pressure. You add up all those pounds per square inch and it outweighs the weight of the dowel and they all start lifting the dowel and they can't lower it down because they would have to decrease the amount of pressure. And so anyway... So here's I think the one. Ouija board is you, the same principle yeah. is that one person, because their brain, you know, because of microscopic little minute muscular twitches and whatever, yeah. the thing, the planchette starts moving. Oh, yeah, there's tons of stuff. Yeah, it's all They've garbage. It. It's BS. So oh, I'll, total BS, yeah. I do believe in Fun. jinx. Okay? If, like, in a very specific. No, a very oh. specific jinx. If I decide, oh, I'm going to do this thing, and I create a plan in my head, oh, and I create a goal in my head, I am going to do this thing. Yeah. If I tell anyone I am applying jinx to that plan, I'm the same and if I tell enough people or if I tell one person enough times, the amount of jinxes outweigh the plan, can I, can and I it won't it? happen. <sighs> okay. I'm very close on a few... Pro- I have a number of projects. I have two motorcycles and... what As far as like two motorcycle projects. And I have two firearm projects. And I have three vehicle automobile projects. And a house project. Two house projects. Like... In my mind, I've got these plans that involve a bunch of different things. I've got stilts project and a little, you know, a dolly bed made out of wood for my daughter. You know, I've got a bunch of different projects. You and I noticed. You're such a softie. I have told enough people about my metal stilts project that, that it's languishing. It's been over two years. Yep, I'm wondering where they're at. Yeah. I don't believe they exist, actually. They're about 80% done. It's about like the Canadian girl. They're about 80% done sitting in my garage. I haven't gotten around to it. One of them finally has a rubber pad underneath the foot. Yeah, I don't believe it. Do you guys believe it? I don't believe it. So anyway, I've told enough people about them, or I've told a certain number of people about them enough times... That they're no, languishing in, yeah, in my garage doing nothing. So, I told a couple of people about my 30 out 6 project. Hmm? And I started to realize, whoa, 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 whoa. I do not want this thing undermined by jinxes. So, I'm not telling anyone anymore about it until it's done. Once it's done... Then I could go check this out. Same thing with my 1911. Once it's done, then I can go check this out. I only believe in jinxes um, as far as when there's boobs <laughs> or something hanging out. Then I just 
stare, but nonchalantly, because <laughs> if you stare, the boobs know. And they And hide. then you tell the owner. And they hide. And they hide. Yeah. So, that's the only thing I'm not jinxed on. No. Or that's as far as... I have a different jinxed. kind of luck with boobs. For some reason, I am always looking in the wrong direction. Yeah, I'm always looking at mine. I'm like, these are just funny no. as hell. I'll um, look in one direction. Suddenly, there's boobs in the direction I had been looking. And then they disappear. It's like... There are subatomic particles. There's quantum in quantum physics and 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 uh, the standard model. There are quantum particles that appear and then disappear, and you never know they're there. Okay, that's they're like quantum boobs. You're there. I'm looking. I'm looking. You know, in a direction. I look away. Boobs appear. They disappear. I look back, and they're gone. And then you're like, "Is this fake?" And I'm not just kidding. I was sitting on my motorcycle, my Yamaha 400, and I had just finished early at night class. So I got out about seven-ish, and I'm sitting on Shinden, about to turn left onto... I'm pointed west, and I'm about to turn south onto Eagle Road, okay? I'm sitting in the turn lane. You guys have never seen an in-depth conversation about boobs that had nothing to do with boobs, but... Wait for it. It will come. Wait for it. Yeah. I'm sitting in the turn lane, and I'm aware of the cars around me. There's a grayish-blue minivan to my right. Okay. We're not good starting. The turn lane, the, the lights for my turn lane turn green. And right as I'm about to go, I hear this, woo, on my right. And my brain goes, ooh, what's that sound? And then the other part of my brain goes, no, you're supposed to be accelerating in your turn lane. There's cars behind you. And I didn't look. Hold on, on hold on. I, I watched my lane of travel for just too long. And by the time the other part of my brain was like, no, dude, look. I turned to look. Too late. Too late. Did you get a glimpse of him getting, like, put away, or...? By the time I looked, I could see the outline of a couple of girls laughing. They had moved away from the window. They were in the middle of the minivan. They weren't driving. They were passengers. Let me... Totally missed it. Because I have that... That quantum boob bad luck. Doesn't matter... Where I look, it's not in the direction. It's not in the right direction. So, I have the other. When I do get flashed, it's not that cool. And then I'm pissed because why the hell did I jerk my neck that hard? <laughs> so, it was probably... Is that why you slid off the road last yes. winter? Yes! <laughs> Sorry, I hate to bring no, that up. No, that we're was... not messing around. You girls stingy <laughs> with... Anyways. So, I was like... Oh, shoot. Uh, um, dudes are dumb. This is probably... I went on a trip with... Listeners, dudes are dumb. Yeah, totally dumb. Oh, we'll, we'll eat piles of dog shit just to <laughs> check out uh, some boobies. But, the, um... So, I went to Lewiston with my grandpa and he was showing me... His boobs? Yeah. And I was like, those aren't impressive. 
<laughs> but I'll give you the dollar anyways. So <laughs> no, so he goes and shows me like all of our family history and stuff. It's a really cool trip. Well, anyways, I went on a walkabout because you're with your grandpa. Uh huh. Um, I'm like in my early twenties. Uh huh. He's not, so he's sleeping a lot. So I'm running around Lewiston, you know. But I'm uber, uber religious. Uber uh-huh. religious. Oh, my gosh. And you're just fighting off the girls. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens. You're like, stop it. Yeah. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Arm's length. Yeah, Get arm's away. length. Don't dance. Don't. That's my penis, please. <laughs> Don't. No, no. Stand up. Yeah. Stand up. Hell, No. <laughs> It seems that part of me is in rigor mortis. <laughs> no. We're getting weird. Okay, anyway. Oh, so, I am walking down the road, and this girl flashes me. I haven't been flashed, or I didn't pay attention up until that point. I, even as a religious gentleman, I was like, wow. You know what my biggest complaint was? What's that? Why'd you leave her on? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. I was like, I can, I can see bras anywhere. That wasn't really a flash. That's like, that's, that's like, like going hold, down hold, to... that's like, you just mowed someone's lawn, some old lady's lawn, <laughs> and she's like, man. Here, you want to look you... at these tits? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, you said the leaving the bra on thing. Oh, and I was like, that's like you just mowed someone's lawn. They're like, man, that was a lot of hard work you did. Do you know what? Sonny boy. And they pull out their wallet. And, you're and like, they give you $2. Yeah, but, but you've, and you're already like, spent, oh, you've already spent thanks. $20 in your head. Yeah. You have spent $20 like, here you on go. squirt guns and suckers. Two and, bucks. And you're like. Good job, two bucks. I, and you're like, that was, uh, no, that was it. What? My mom. What? Hates me. No. She told me to come over here and mow your lawn, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's when you usually get home and you're like two dollars. And then the parents usually went, Mrs. Oregano isn't right in her head. Yeah. Well, that's what she always says. She gets delivered to her. Uh, that's funny. That's awesome. Alrighty, well, I'm out of topics. Yeah, we probably better curl it up. Um, Is there any uh, weird news we want to talk about? I was going to tell you guys. Oh, it's been dude, cold. It's ice ass cold out here. Um, luckily, we haven't had like a big snowstorm. We've got a decent no. one. But I keep forgetting to get rock salt for the driveway. Okay, no. I keep wanting to put rock salt in that song. I keep forgetting to buy some rock salt. Keep forgetting. Drive will never be frozen again. (laughs) Oh my god. See, guys, listen to that voice. Did you hear that? That was a perfect Michael McDonald by both of us. So when we every s- time you fall, I wish I'd bought rock salt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a hold on. 
to keep you up Broadway. <laughs> no, no, everybody's... I'm a fool <laughs> to believe. Trying to think of the words. I'm forcing the words, and it's not. It's not right. Shouldn't force the Michael <laughs> McDonald. And Michael McDonald, let me tell you, we're not making fun of you. <laughs> There's one. Michael McDonald doesn't listen. I don't care. So, <laughs> so we had this thing where we're. I don't know how we got on this thing. It was a crazy conversation about Michael McDonald and Peter Cetera. And so we had this, you know, the WWJG, what would Jesus do thing? We had the what would Peter Cetera do? And we got addicted to that. Like, just like we put it up in old English writing around the, around where we work. And then we had a plan because we found out that Peter Cetera ran and my boss didn't want to run. He wanted to ride a bike, but we were going to ride alongside Peter Cetera and run and sing Michael McDonald songs just to scream the hell out of him. <laughs> Why do you sing Michael McDonald songs? I don't know. Why were you in Chicago? <laughs> and he was in Doobie Brothers. Couldn't you guys combine anything? I don't know. You could ask him all kinds of questions when you're running. Oh, that's funny. No one... Let me tell you something. Another copyright. Daniel and John. If somebody comes out with a Michael McDonald Peter Cetera shirt, we're coming after you. <laughs> I'll put on the bottom hollow notes. Oh, It'll yeah. Be oh, my Peter Cetera oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, copyright. Daniel and John. Oh, I'm my gonna make God. Shirts. I'm going to make shirts. <laughs> I call it hollow notes. Oh, shh, guys, keep this quiet between us. Oh, this is going to be brilliant. Oh, that's funny. Cool. <laughs> oh. Well, I also want to make a shirt. I'm going to order a shirt that says, don't talk to me. I'm listening to podcasts. Yeah, we also... We, because it happens. Doesn't matter whether I'm at work or home or in the store or whatever. I put in an earbud, start listening to a podcast, then someone starts, they come up to me and start talking to me. I'm like... Okay. Jeremy Along knows. Jeremy knows. Oh, Jeremy, you know. You know. Jeremy, Mr. Garrison, we haven't had you on the podcast for a while. We need to have you on. No, I want to get one that has a pine tree and a tent and say, fuck off, I'm in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Is that enough for me? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, listeners, thanks for being with us. Um... You guys make If you're smile. listening to this episode for the first time, you should probably ignore the first couple of episodes. Uh, you can subscribe and oh, listen God, to a few yeah. of the previous ones. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to a few of the previous ones, but uh, just pick and choose because some of those... Dude, dynamite. They're all dynamite. <laughs> we walk around the, the where we work and I say we just vomit gold. All day long. That's all we do. So feel free to subscribe. Or uh, subscribe. Whatever Just he was going to say. look it up in your podcast because our podcast is linked to FeedBurner and iTunes. So you can look it up either via iTunes or some other. 
And I'm thinking about host or um, putting a link up on or feed up on uh, like Stitch or something like that oh, yeah. too. But uh, you can also check out our Facebook page at Side of the Road, Facebook.com slash Side of the Road. Yeah, Idaho. and I need to start posting more to that. I don't post because I get so busy at work. And but you can email us. We used to get a lot better responses when we posted. You can email us at Side of the Road Podcast at gmail.com. Tell them to shut our mouths. Or Tell us two out of our three listeners, you can just approach us at work. And dude, bullcrap. <laughs> I seen all the listeners. Dude, even when we first responded, there was enough that got me jacked. Like, the minute we responded, people, like, there was a decent amount. I was surprised. I'm not going to reveal numbers or anything, but it's like, it makes you feel kind of good. I want to do another firearms episode. I've been listening to this okay. podcast. Okay, Since, I'm going to plug a okay, podcast here. Okay, let me here. do this. Let me, let me do a combo, because... We didn't get to do our Halloween episode, so let's oh, yeah. do. I re put the uh, temporary fireplace because uh-huh. we're gonna start redoing the backyard. But I got a temporary fireplace. Let's do a fireplace firearms podcast. Yes, the sound of the crackling, crackling. fire. That's exactly what oh, I was thinking. Yes. And we'll get some hot chocolate. We'll get some marshmallows. And yeah. do it upright. The sound of the crackling fire. Talking yeah. about firearms. No, um, I subscribed a while back to a podcast called Range Minded. It's a podcast run by the dudes who operate the indoor independence um, shooting or what's it called? It... It's in Idaho, right? Yeah, it's in Meridian. Right here. It's, 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 a, right? it's an indoor oh, shooting gosh. range. It's an indoor shooting range, but they also have a podcast. That's and it's awesome. And I love those guys. And every single time I'm listening to them, it makes me want to quit my job and go work on firearms. And then I remember, oh, wait, no, I can't quit my job because it's all I got right now. (laughs) I missed my calling in life. I was telling my wife, I've told a couple of people, I should have become a gunsmith. I should have worked for the fishing game. Instead of going into debt... For a programming degree, I should have gone into debt for a gunsmithing degree and you gone to work for as a gunsmith. For any of instead, does. oh, I taxidermy all kinds so, of stuff. So, so missed my I chance. Kick, I kicked myself. So missed my it's chance. It's what I do for fun. Now yeah. I'm trying to get to move to where I. Which guys, if we move, this podcast still goes on. We'll just have to do it from a distance. I can do it through Skype. Skype's yeah. gotten better, and we'll get we'll get it we'll get it pinned down because there's no way I'm gonna let go of this. But um, well, plus Daniel has to have a place to stay on the coast, so if he has to come over, <laughs> I'm sure it's not gonna be a bad thing. But no, the um, I don't know, man. I th- I just think a whole bunch of stuff is on the horizon. I think Hopefully. it's gonna be good, and Hopefully. yeah. yeah. I got high hopes. Yeah. Don't let me down, 2019. Yeah. And you guys, if you want to listen and talk, hey, you know, we may even do something. I've thought of all kinds of stuff, like the skit thing, which is awesome, because we think of all kinds of... The song ones that I have have made me laugh so hard, (laughs) and I keep telling Daniel about them, that I just cannot figure out... I, I need a really good rip roaring guitar player <coughs> for for one of them um i mean a dude who can play like i want uh 
we I have an idea for a skit for that. I told you about that one. Yeah. Um, um, and then what was the other skit one? I can't think of it right now. It was. Uh, My cousin can play violin. Yeah. Can do just, a skit like a band. And then there's the one dude that he doesn't play like the guitar or the drums or anything. He plays a violin. And the band member's like getting into the jamming and everything. And then he starts playing with them. And they're like, dude, 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 hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Something, something's not quite jiving. Yeah. I don't know. What is it? Billy, your violin, you're nice. And he's like, Mom told you, you had to let me me. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Mom told you, you have to let me in to the band. Jimmy, I swear to Christ, if you come in here one more time and play your violin, I'm going to fucking... Dude. Billy, okay, okay. Don't tell Mom, don't tell Mom. Okay, we'll let you stay in the band. Hold on, it's not your part yet. We'll yeah. let you know we'll let when you it's know. your time to come in. Yeah. And then they just never let him. Yeah. They never tell him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we got all kinds of ideas. But my cousin, for reals, my cousin can play the violin and the cello. We'll so. some stuff. I got all kinds of ideas. <laughs> this is probably what every radio guy starts out Uh-oh. as doing. He stood okay. up, folks. I'm going to be the... Oh, sorry, I got to pee. Oh. Yeah, this is standing That's up. That's a good you, stopping point, then. Once you said, we got to call it, I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> hey but, folks, thanks for being with us on our side of the road. Um, now get back out onto the road and start running again. Yeah, stop being pussies. <laughs> well, I was going to be nice about it, but... Oh, I mean... You can do it! <laughs> stop being nice pussies. <laughs> okay, see you later. <laughs> see ya.